0: This is All The Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All The Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that can help anyone who loves books, whether you're a librarian, bookseller, author, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across many different industries. So today I have my friend here, Ms. De La Hose. Am I saying your last name correctly, Marilyn?
1: De La Jose, yes, De, De La, La Hose. Hose.
0: She is a passionate woman about supporting others and building a business they love. As a mom of two spicy young ladies and a wife to a handy executive, she has become a pro at coordinating chaos. Oh, I think I might have seen a shirt that you worn once say, that said something <laughs> along those lines. Her That's
1: journey, very likely. <laughs> yeah,
0: her journey as an entrepreneur started at a very young age as a Girl Scout. She has been an integral um, part of multiple female-founded empires and serves as a blind spot reducer, seeing past the business owner's perspective and into their clients' emotions and experiences. She loves to bring clarity to business owners by helping them gain confidence and direction. Welcome my friend. Thank you so much for having
1: me. I'm so excited that you're doing this podcast.
0: Oh, and that is
1: such a fun intro. I love the chaos coordinator because isn't that the truth? Yeah. And and it leads so much into like the business side of life where you can, if you can manage kiddos and you know, everything that has to do with a household, you can run a business. Like if totally. you can definitely yeah. do
0: you totally get So you started off as a Girl Scout, but let's talk about something kind of crazy you did when you were about eight months pregnant with your first child. What was happening at that time?
1: Yes. So I was sitting at home. Um, I had gone on my, I want to say maternally leave, but it was more so like a forced situation because they wanted me to train the person that was going to replace me and I was not having it. So I was like, okay, I'm going on maternity leave. I'm going to be home, going to prep for my baby. And as I sat there and everything was ready, I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I cannot have idle hands. Um, so I started making invitations. I started. I was. I was a big scrapbooker. Um, so I was like, okay, what can I make with paper and glue and sell so that I can, you know, feel like if I'm contributing to the household and really, you know have have a purpose outside of just sitting here and waiting for this child? Um, so that's when my um I really dipped my toe into the entrepreneurial space. And before it had big names like that, right? Like it was like, well, I'm gonna start a shop and I'm gonna start, you know, selling these things. And um that turned into, you know a business where, I started making shirts, and then it just exponentially grew in, in that in that way. Where I was working out of my garage, literally half of my daughter's nursery was my office, and then my garage is where I pressed and um, did all of the the bigger production stuff of the t-shirts. As I was nursing, as I was home, as you know, during that progression of that newborn stage, I had both a newborn and a new in ba- a new business. So it's kind of they went hand in hand, and I was able to. Um, really stay home and, and take in that time and, and you know, it, go through that experience that was motherhood um, in not feeling that rushed of having to go back to to a nine to five, um, which was a, a very big blessing for me. Um, I, I really, you know, I wish more people could experience that yeah. <laughs> just because it's it's kind of, you know, it's it's not the norm these days.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that turned into, it wasn't just t-shirts. So it kind of transpired into this product-based business where you were helping business owners to really um, market in a creative way. So can we talk about, let's give some examples, because I know that we used your services, Cardinal Rule Press, several times, and I know um, different uh, business owner friends of ours have used your services. So kind of talk about what you were doing for different business owners.
1: Yeah, so that was really the shirts was like the gateway, right? The shirts is what got me in, and it was the easy product. Um, so that people, most people needed shirts, especially like what you said with Carnival Press and and different um, solopreneurs um, that we have in common. And and that was like, oh, I want a shirt that has this sassy saying or this, you know, really fun icebreaker topic on my shirt, so people kind of you we know, go to conferences and things like that. And as I started learning about the business side and and the needs of these different business owners outside of the the, um, traditional marketing, right? So like, I was like, wow, we are our own billboards. We wear these shirts, we have our logos, we have our fun sayings. I was like, what more can I do in this space? How else can I serve these ladies that are in, you know, they're doing it, they're selling books, they're, you know, selling courses, having these amazing conferences. Like I want to do more of that. I want to be in that space more. Um, so I started working with Dana, one of our friends in common that she had, um, like she has her, uh, her programs that she has clients that comes in and we decided to create a box, like a custom box where she would have a welcome box. And I was like, wow, we can do this, um, on different levels, whether it's a product-based business, a service-based business, you know, this extra touch, this extra layer of person, like personality and, and branding. yeah, um, and then- when the whole subscription box thing started coming to the forefront and people were like, wow, I can have my own version of this that goes out to clients or guests or um, new influencers that I want to unbox their stuff on social media. Now you have this vehicle, this vessel in which to send it. Yeah. And it's really fun. It creates a layer of fun to your um, to your gifting or to your product.
0: Well, it creates a layer of fun. And then like you said, it has its own branding. So whether you were sending out a box or you were making a t-shirt. I I know I have a very glittery tank top that says Cardinal Rule Press on it. It's amazing. Um, But you were making these things. It adds a layer of branding. So people aren't going to forget who you are, what your company is, but it also deepens, I think, the relationship. So if For example, I have a new author or illustrator that we hire or that we sign on to our company. We have a box that we send them and we put different products in there, whether it's a coffee mug or other things that you've taught me to outsource and find out there. Um, And it just makes people feel seen and appreciated when they receive something. And it can be as small as a,
1: a card with a pen in it, right? Absolutely. And it's the the little unexpected delights, right? That sets you apart. That creates, like you said, that deeper connection that like you're on their desk now, like you have something of that person that you're on top of mind. So if, you know, it doesn't matter what type of business you have or what type of service you have, having them think of you first when they're in that space. So like the authors or the teachers um, that need a new book set for their, you know, their classroom or whatever the case is having that collateral, having those little gifts and things all around, you know, really help keep you in the forefront of their mind. It does. And you have your own podcast. And I was a guest on your podcast a
0: couple of weeks ago, and you were talking about the no like and trust factor. And I think it also really helps with that sales journey of, okay, this is a client who doesn't know you and you've just networked. You've just met, let's say at a conference, Okay, how do you get them to know, like, and trust you? And this is just another layer, like you said, into really, you know, giving that branding and that personal touch. So I love that. Yeah,
1: and it really allows your client experience to be part of your marketing strategy. So it's twofold. It doesn't only create that, like, that know, like, and trust, like you mentioned, or that that delight or that little warm and fuzzy inside because they got something in the mailbox. But it also creates another avenue for marketing because that person is probably likely going to post and tag you on social media, or they're probably going to share with a friend or with a group, oh my goodness, look at what I got from this amazing company. Um, and, and and it's going to be more, of more than just one or the other. It can be multiple things.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking about a mailer that you created for us, and it has our characters on it. And so when we send books out, they get it in this beautiful, you know, mailer. So you're right. You don't even have to ask them to share it, but most people are inclined to, because it's so personal and it's, you know, pretty.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Stuff. And I think, aesthetics. yeah. And I think that's something that you did that was so genius um, back. I think it was cookie and milk when, when that was released that you did the box and that influencer marketing thing. I, I think it's so powerful because you, you know, you could just send like the book itself and all the stuff inside and all of that is enough, right? That's what they're expecting. But when, when they receive that extra little Mm -hmm. elevation of that branding, that box, people will keep that box. People will keep it up in the back of their classroom. They will keep it up in a, in a space so that others can see. So it's really exciting when people keep your box. (laughs) Exactly. And people have kept
0: that box. I've seen it. So let's talk a little bit you know, this was a business that you did for how long? How long would you say you were, you know, running? I
1: would say I was I was running with Love Studio for about th- four years. I'm going to okay. say four years solid, um, from when it was like t-shirts, and then in transition into the boxes and 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 all that stuff, um, and then I made another pivot.
0: <laughs> you did, and now um, business owners are coming to you for something else. So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. So I really found myself, like I said, I wanted, I wanted to do more. I wanted to be in other businesses more. And I would come in initially as a client experience expert and help them figure out their customer journey. And we would incorporate the products and incorporate the boxes. But then I found myself really um, seeing the customer experience on other so like, how are they seeing um, your website? How are they receiving your information on sales pages? Or, you know, how is your social media? So it's like, I started ca- kind of consulting and, and, and coaching in different spaces before I even knew I was doing it. I was just giving recommendations. I was really um, adding value in different ways. And then I realized I was like, this is something I really want to do. I really want to kind of release the products, release, you know, the actual making and, and, and all of that stuff and shift into that coaching consultant space, um, which I feel was my calling. I feel like that's really where I, this is my sweet spot or where I really want to be. That's awesome. So right now you have business owners, they come to you for clarity and making
0: sure that their branding and their messaging is consistent across all their platforms. Is,
1: I, is that kind of what? For the most part, yeah. It, it's not so much branding, it, although it has a bit to do with it, like where we're, we're kind of like seeing that the their messaging is reflected on how they're putting themselves out there into the world. But a lot of times people come find me when they're stuck, right? Either they have too many ideas or not enough ideas. There's never that in between. Like they're either overwhelmed by all of the ideas and all of the things they want to do and they don't know where to start. So I really help facilitate that action. I help um, people really find, okay, what is it that you really want to do? Or what are the things that you feel you have to do, right? We decipher what those things are and put them in separate buckets and say, okay, let's start in the want category, you know, like and figure out what are revenue generating tasks for versus what are the things that, you know, we should be doing, but we don't really have time to do. So like, what are the things that are gonna help you move the needle forward?
0: Oh, I love that. And you know, the this is perfect timing because this episode is going to release in June and you're going to be releasing your Chaos to Clarity kit, which is a resources that resource that helps organize people's ideas and helping them to inspire action. So where could they find out more? Where do you think people could go if they want to, you know, go from chaos to clarity with you?
1: Absolutely. So I I do have brainstorm sessions on my website, MarylandDelahose.com, and I'll get you the links um, for your show notes. But but it's a matter of, um, you know, figuring out whether, you know, that brainstorm session that you need just to kind of get out of your own head and move forward, or you just need the clarity kit that you can brainstorm and and put things in your calendar and really create the steps and create the environment that you can wake up in the morning, sit down and know exactly what you're working on every day, Ugh. and then build from there. So it's like a step by step resource.
0: That is awesome. So today we talked a lot about really taking marketing to the next level and making sure that people are remembering you and your company and your brand, um, adding that personal touch. But we also talked about how you can find clarity and working with others. Um, Because I think oftentimes, like you said, we're either overwhelmed or in a sense, underwhelmed, and just not knowing which task to start with, which Personally, I'm always going to the action items that are not revenue generators. I could spend all day on doing things that do not generate revenue. Um, but, you know, there's bills to pay. So that's, you definitely need a balance in that. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, you can find out more. We will put information in the show notes. But Marilyn, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your journey with us. Um, and those of you tuning in, please know that you can get more information in our show notes and that we will release another episode each Tuesday. Um, and so you can find out out more next week thank you thank you cardinal rule press offers a variety of support to authors booksellers librarians and families find out more at cardinalrulepress.com